Dog Sports, but we came here to win the most legit podcast. That's why we know you're tuning in. We cover the biggest news. We underdogs, but we can't lose. So trust the process. Yes, you, because we got Chris and Anju to bless you with the best features, best stories. We diving deep like a Lambo leap. Wake up, kid, and stop snoring. We on point just like this beat. Bring the passion like the talk path. In the cold, get a gold brand. Sit back and race the cat, because we start this show like right now. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Underdog. Chris Horwoodell, along with Matt Crone. Matthew, how are you? I, I'm good, Chris, but <laughs> I'm now reading this article you just told me about the guy who didn't shower. <laughs> welcome <laughs> welcome to The Underdog, everyone. <laughs> he was 94 when he died. You're acting like he was like, ah, uh, yeah, like that's old age he passed away from, not from finally showering after 60 years. But But there was direct correlation. I agree with you. I agree with we're we're talking about a story where a gentleman had didn't show. I don't know what we're talking about. What Mike Mike's room smells, and then this uh, the Mike's room smells thing is a thing from Better's Delight last night. If everybody hasn't checked it out yet, they should uh, go to the youtube.com backslash the underdog or macronpicks.com to go to our YouTube page. Thanks to everyone for their support and all that. Up to sixty three thousand subs. Hope to be seventy five thousand by. The, the end of the month, but we we're talking about a story where a gentleman didn't. I, I thought it was sixty-five years. But you're telling me it's sixty. You're fact-checking me, which quite frankly feels unnatural that you're the one with the actual facts. I always have but, natural facts. Yes, this just not. They're just not factual. Uh, and uh, yeah, the guy takes a shower and then he dies. And you, yes, he he was ninety-four years old. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> But it's difficult to it's difficult not to see correlation. Like the guy doesn't do this for 65, 60 years, and he's fine, takes that shower, gets clean, shakes off this mortal coil. So you're telling me, because I've gone 30 years with barely eating any vegetables. Mm-hmm. No vegetables. And I'll live to be a thousand. Yeah, I mean that's you you could draw that parallel, I suppose. <laughs> I, I mean I do think so like I do think our bodies adapt to things in weird ways. It's like it's like that uh that the like the people who are super hardcore with the keto diets. Yeah. And everything everything they do is like bacon and steak and butter and blah blah blah. And their cholesterol is roughly steak six thousand. Yeah. Uh but somehow they lose weight. And I might I get think- in on the I might get in on the keto diet, just meat and nothing else. Yeah, I don't I don't know how healthy that that's one of those things where I feel like when we have an actual good amount of uh of data on this, we're going to look and look, be like, "Wow, that was terrible for you." We find but out stuff goes good, stuff goes bad all the time. There's there's nothing <laughs> nothing uh, untrue about that. You know what Thanks. went bad for me? You know what went bad for me, Matthew? I was over at bavadasportsbook.com this past week. Placed a wager on uh, on the Wrexham Red Dragons, and and I took an L. Yeah, I mean it's what happens when you bet on fake teams. They are in fact a real team. Where what part of the country are they in? Wales. That's an animal, Chris. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, I alluded to this, but I I can't remember what it was. You said you said something. Oh, I know what it was now. I don't like to give you credit because it goes right to your head. And I'm the same way. And my head's already large enough. Way too big. Both of ours. 
but uh, but you said something on Better the Life that just had me dying yesterday, <laughs> and that was when Mike was talking about all the stuff, and you just like casually, without missing a beat, said, "I don't follow you on Twitter." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that was very good. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> that, that was the Better's Delight Twitter account. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but uh, I thought, I'm uh, doing it soon. I'm doing it soon. They're, they got a lot of good stuff over there. You, everyone should go follow it. Well, I'm not worried about Twitter right now. Twitter's going to hell. Twitter's going to be, Twitter's going to fall off a cliff. I uh, we're gonna, We're set to launch a very big ad campaign on the TikTok. And okay. very early in 2023. With who? With TikTok. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I don't understand what your question oh, I thought is. you meant like you said ad campaigns. I thought you meant like sponsorships. Like no, we're, we're putting some money into it. Grow the social. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one, of, one of the big, one of the big to do's of 2023 is growing the social. Uh, something I've, yeah, I just always felt like I'm, I'm like, Four years too old to care about social media. I feel like yeah. I just came along at the wrong time, especially TikTok. But TikTok is TikTok. TikTok's a rocket ship right now. So we, we should do. So I think first things first, we should start making TikTok dance videos. That's how everyone else got big. Charlie D'Amelio, mm-hmm. Charlie's sister, um, mm-hmm. all the other ones. Can we talk about how they were a part of NBA All-Star Weekend a couple of years ago and it was just the most weird and uncomfortable thing? I don't remember, but I I remember when they were like... It's a good decision. (laughs) But do you remember when they were like hanging out with the Sixers and like Michael Rubin for a while and like they all came in and they were wearing their Sixers jerseys and stuff? It was... Well, I think they they were at like the white party in, in the Hamptons with Michael Rubin. And what's the white party? There was like it's the like they all they all I, that does sound terrible. <laughs> yeah, Chris, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that does sound terrible, but uh, they all it's I don't know. Google white party Sixers Michael Rubin. It's just I like a, okay. he had some crazy party in the Hamptons. Everybody dressed in all white. It was the thing. I was I don't know what to tell you. I didn't. I'm not in charge of it. So but, I feel uh, like. Um, but I just, okay. but uh, just get off that point real quick. I thought it was weird that they were there because I don't know how old they are i think they're they're i think the older ones like 21 22 and Uh i think charlie's like 18 19 now still feels wrong to me so well two years ago they've been like 16 right yeah so that's super weird and illegal yeah i don't don't know i don't know can we talk about the sixers uh city jerseys while we're on it sure love them bought one of course you do because i hate them (laughs) i love them I'm in on them. Hated them at first. All in on them now. Uh, so I think it's tough because I so loved the, the the city jerseys last year. Really? Those were trash. You're kidding yourself. I don't remember They're, what they were. Of course you don't. It was the, it was like the, the the navy blue ones with like the spectrum. Oh, never mind. Those were awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Those were. I bought the shorts. Uh, I would have bought a jersey, but I don't buy jerseys. I buy and. Jerseys. I know, and it's it's quite literally your thing. And um, I'm running low, the, though, to the detriment to your of your household income. <laughs> I got but, a maxi one though. I needed a maxi one. You got a maxi one? Yeah, I want maxi. Very nice. No, I mean, it's I not going to be here till like after Christmas, but whatever. It's actually a Christmas present for me. But, for me to me, <laughs> I love that guy. He always getting me good stuff. 
hey, we're you know we're adults now. It's I think it's perfectly acceptable to buy yourself Christmas presents. Yeah, but the problem is, I buy myself Christmas presents in like June and July and August mm-hmm. and September. So just twelve every gift I get myself, it's a Christmas present. Well, you just got yourself a pretty sweet gift this week in the uh, oh, in yeah. the Cherry Jordan Elevens. Yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> well, so I I was on sneakers, right? Uh, uh-huh. Shout out Soul Retriever. Gonna give them a shout out because without them, I wouldn't have hit. But without um, them, none of this is possible. Exactly. God, God, you're the you're the real MVP, Soul Retriever. Um, but so I was doing work, you know, hanging out. Soul Retriever sent me a notification like, "Hey, Cherry Eleven Shock Drop coming in on sneakers live, probably around three forty-five. So I hopped in the live around 3.30 and was watching the live. And then, boom, 3.45, shock drop, got in there. Went, like, I didn't even really care and really want them at one at first. But, like, you know me. I love, I do love you know the, the 11s. Like, I, I love the – Jordan 11 is, like, my favorite silhouette, one of my favorite shoes, you know? Yeah. So I was like, yeah, like, I don't even really want these, but it's a shock drop. Got to go for it. Like, I'm probably not going to get it. And then, like – um. 20 minutes later, I'm like walking around downstairs, like getting ready to make like dinner and uh, not di- well preparing for dinner. I'm not eating dinner at four o'clock. All right. Mm-hmm. But um, so I'm like, all of a sudden I feel my phone vibrate and it's like, boop. It's like my bank texts me. It's like, you just got charged $225. <laughs> and like right away, I was like, ah, oh, shit. Like, yep. <laughs> I know that feeling very well. And this was right <laughs> after I hit the Jordan 1 Eastside Golf, the Jordan 1 Lowe's. So I was like, she's then oh. trying to sell to me. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, for the low, low price, 160. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was uh, it was a tough couple days. Exciting, awesome. But the thing is, and after looking at the Jordan 11 retro cherries longer, I love these shoes. I really do. I'm like very excited for them when they come in tomorrow. Well, I'm happy for you. Uh, I I don't know. I've I've been slow to come around on the, the 11s. I really do. I cause I don't know. I feel like they're just, they're like, so they're like so famous and iconic. So um, yes. I like share. Cause I'm contrarian. Exactly. Like share the Jordan 11s are the share of shoes. <laughs> you just hit how famous share is. She's it's an just, icon. It makes, makes me angry. If you Google share, uh, she's wearing a shirt that says icon. <laughs> First I really, five photos. I, I like the tens. Uh, I have. I really like the. Uh, I got I have the ten Super Bowl fifty fours, which okay. is, is an awesome pair of shoes that I like quite a bit. I don't love the tens. Tens are, yeah. are not up there for me. I I like the I like the Super Bowl fifty four tens. I don't know if I know them. Look it up. Super Bowl fifty four. Oh, oh, you know what? The, you know what? I've seen these. You showed me yeah. these. I, I did yeah. like that. I, but I like the. I think I like it because of the design. For like, sure. I yeah, I don't like like the standards. Like the no, standard no, no, no. colors. It's a hundred percent the design of this shoe. Sim- uh, similar to the like the uh the dunk highs. Like I don't like them unless they're something cool like the Maui Wowies or something. Mm-hmm. Thank so. you for pointing out a pair of shoes that I that I have, because otherwise what, I would take offense to that. It's what I did, Chris. Actually, I got exclusive access this weekend too on Nike mm-hmm. sneakers. I got oh, exclusive what? the varsity royal dunk lows. Did not buy them. I never get exclusive access on anything. Varsity Royal Dunk Lows. I felt like I was like, oh, I have to buy these, but like I just did not. I think they're varsity. I don't. They're they're blue and white. They're just blue and white like dunk lows, like royal blue. Oh, it's the are they the Kentuckys. 
pretty similar to Kentucky. Yeah, I guess so. That's what it, if that's what you want to call it. Yeah, they're fine. Uh, they're yeah, they're just generic. Know. Like I don't really care for them. Like they're just like it was just like not something worth it. I don't even know what they're going. Actually, I wonder what they're going for on StockX. Because oh, now you kind of wish. Yeah. Right. But who knows? Who knows anymore? See, StockX took like authenticated off their website. So they 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 didn't take it off their website. Oh, they took they, it. Off. They stopped making the claim in the header, but if you go to, maybe I'm wrong now. Uh, if you go to any of the pages, it still says StockX verified sneakers. We verify every every item every time. So this is condition new. Oh, Matt, you idiot! What are they selling for? Like two ten. And they is were one twenties. Yeah, it's an easy like sixty to seventy dollar bill right there. And I need money because I am losing a lot of money on gambling. <laughs> I am. I have not hit a bet in months. I know. Months. I've seen you. I've seen how better the lights going. Yeah, it's brutal. I need some. Uh, we need some. We need some more money in this account soon. So, I'm going. Uh, well, there's a lot. There's college football Saturday, and I'll be with right. a bunch of group of guys. So I'll definitely be betting again. You gonna put any money on? Uh... On Ole Miss this weekend, big SEC matchup, 7.30 on Saturday, Ole Miss. After uh, we got at, hosed. At Arkansas, and uh, the Ole Miss, the two-and-a-half-point favorite at Pavada. After we got hosed last week, you know I'm betting Ole Miss. This team's going to come out with a vengeance. This team did not deserve to lose last week. SEC needs to take a look at their refs. Matty Ole Miss mm-hmm. does not like this. Uh, so if you think they're coming out with a vengeance, then you've got options like uh, Ole Miss minus half a point in the first quarter, minus a point in the first half. If you think they're they're going to take the lead and dominate throughout, then there's some uh, some easy money to be made there. The only time we'll be tied will be the beginning of the game. We will be rolling through this entire game. We will be winning through this entire game. No doubt in my mind. Uh, let's see. Three straights. No, they think there's going to be three straight scores by either team. That's weird. First, so you can go. You can get... You get Ole Miss to score first, minus 129 at Bavada. Take it. Uh, you can get, will there be a scoreless quarter? No, is minus 556. Will there be an overtime? Is minus, no, minus 2,000. Uh, first score of the game, a touchdown. Yes, minus 410. Uh, what else is interesting? Team to score last. That's just kind of random. Yeah, you never know. You That's never, kind of... ever know. Can hop on Johnson? some. I don't think so, but it wasn't sung well. Uh, you don't like Jack Johnson? I like Jack Johnson a lot. Yeah, Better together. Come on. Also, <laughs> I, I believe I have his version of Imagine on Spotify. It's I, that's pretty interesting. I just it's, always uh, check when I when I'm in a bad mood or like if I just need to focus, I can just throw on Jack Johnson. That In Between Dreams album. Mm-hmm. I drank his wine a little bit. He's got that Weird. wine. I did not know that. Yeah, he's got a wine. It's I think Jack it's, Johnson has a wine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I think it's something to do with his. I think it's in between dreams, right? Wine, Jack Johnson, wine. That's a song. Um, <laughs> I'm like almost positive, or maybe it's Dave Matthews that has a wine. That sounds right. That seems like something Dave Matthews would do. Do you remember when Dave it Matthews Dave was Matthews. trying to be a movie star? Dreaming Tree Wine. Yep. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> They're the same guy, dude. They're Spider-Man meme. No, they are not. 100% they're Spider-Man meme. They are absolutely not. Dude, are you tripping Billy's right now? 
<laughs> answer margin. <laughs> you gonna crash into me? No. <laughs> uh, shout out our uh, our friggin' Dave Matthews heads out there. I'm under the table and dreaming, Matt. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, pick me I lo- up, love. <laughs> I loved Dave Matthews until the end when, like, it those last Wait, couple. Until the end, is he dead? <laughs> I feel like I feel like the the Dave Matthews experience died with um oh god what album was that I couldn't name one Dave Matthews album well under the under the table and dreaming is one of them <laughs> so I spotted I just, you that I just thought they were songs I was, I was just going with it I figured you knew your stuff I like I got the cue that you were making a joke about mm-hmm. like similar to what I was doing so I just I ran with it. That's, that's that kind of chemistry that just keeps people captivated. <laughs> keep coming back to this show every week for I'm Jack Johnson song jokes. And p- the potential of Jack Johnson wine. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, we're talking Dave Matthews now, too. See, Spider-Man These meme, dude. Sure are, and I still disagree with that. Um, okay, the discography. Before, is it before these crowded streets? I think it was busted stuff. I, I was not a busted stuff fan. I've never heard that busted stuff. Yeah, it's a great. Where are you going? That was. Oh, really I know good. that song. I like that song. That was really good. I crushed that. Wait, but you don't uh, like that or do like Grace? That? Grace is gone is on that one. That's. That's. Uh, I just. Uh, I just wasn't crazy. I felt like the albums were were largely home runs up until the up until this point. He's got but four now, other albums after Busted Stuff. I'm, yeah, I'm done. Do you know anything about the Big Whiskey and Groo King album? <laughs> the Groo King like makes me think of uh, who's what is it? Um, it's Super Mario, where like an alligator is that Super Mario, where the alligator is wearing like a crown hat, or is that Donkey Kong? Is it, is it Bowser? No, no, no. I'll get it with a crown. This feels important. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I got him. King K. K Rule. That's definitely Donkey Kong. You know who King okay. K. Rule is? Uh, there's. I want to know. I do not. Uh, I like that we're just don't, both doing our own thing. I was <laughs> <laughs> just talking King K. Rule when you're talking busted stuff. I'm not. Now I'm on the final album, which was Come Tomorrow. And the number one, the the first song on the album is called Samurai Cop, and I need to hear that song. That sounds like a bunny cop, like a movie, like a, like something. Yeah. That's, that's Beverly Hills Ninja, basically. Like, like Dave was trying to write that because he wanted to star in Samurai Cop along with Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Wesley Snipes is like a cop, and uh, like a like a like a real cop, and then. Dave Matthews comes in as a samurai type cop, and Wesley's like, "What are you doing here, Dave? Like, what do we got? Like, you can't be carrying around that sword, Dave. Like, <laughs> he plays the straight look, guy. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's an interesting choice of how you how you cast those two in those roles. But um, did, did you see on on the last Blade movie, Wesley Snipes no. w- would only it, okay? The last Blade movie, for the record, was basically the coming out party for Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel. Okay, and uh, that's the movie. Like Ryan Reynolds went from being like that skinny little kid from like this, like this, like jacked human being. Okay, but 
Wesley Snipes would only talk to his uh, the cast members and uh, the director through post-it notes for the whole movie. And I he love just it. stayed in his... Uh, he was apparently just a miserable human being. So, so this isn't Sling Wesley Blade, Snipes. is it? <laughs> no, it's not Sling Blade starring Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> I don't know. Dude. I'm, I'm, first Sling, of all, Blade, Sling Blade and Blade are about as different as two movies could be. I haven't seen either. So this isn't Sling Blade Runner 2049, is it? That's actually what it is. It's uh, star, it stars Billy Bob and uh, and what's that? The, the blonde haired gentleman who look, kind of looks like Jared Goff. Ryan Gosling. That's what I was getting at. So I mean, yeah. I'm sure that's a uh, Doug loves movies answer. So for oh for sure for the record, like Blade <laughs> is about. A immortal vampire who kills other vampires and sling blade is about a mentally disabled kid <laughs> so not not the same not the same universe huh yeah mentally disabled carl childers billy bob thornton is released from a mental hospital where he spent most of his life after murdering his mother and her lover he soon forms a bond with frank starred by playing by lucas black wow lucas black he must have been yeah. real young he is young. I've seen. I'm looking at a picture, and a boy whose father, a boy whose father committed suicide. So different types of films. Lucas yeah. Black's career really just died. Um, I mean, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He was the quarterback. That's like 20 years Friday ago. Friday Night Lights. It was like 20 years ago. Oh, I just searched Lucas Blake, and Lucas Black came up. Nice. That um, that lets you know nobody by the name of Lucas Blake has ever accomplished anything in life. He's in Fast X. Oh, I know he is. That's and the he, I believe he showed up. Yeah, he showed up in one of the recent Fast and the, the Furious films as well. Yeah, so he's he's doing well for himself. Thank God for that. He was in Tokyo Drift. NCIS. Is that, uh, people people go nuts for that, and I just think it's crazy. Yeah, he played Christopher LaSalle. He was in he's NCIS. In he was in NCIS, the regular one, and NCIS New Orleans. So, oh, hell yeah! Oh, he's hell Jarhead. Yeah. Jarhead was huge. Jarhead was also almost twenty years ago. It was two thousand five. Yeah, you can do that math on your own, and you can come back to me when you're done. <laughs> so it looks like he took some years off because. So he did Pee Wee Reese in twenty thirteen, and then he was just kind of chilling on NCIS for a while. And then 2021, he did F9, The Fast Saga. Well, no, 2015, he did Furious 7. Okay, you're right. He played Sean Boswell in that one. He sure did. I like that you you want to play that like you knew that all day. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I remember. He played Sean Boswell. It was a good character. Good arc. Depth of depth of character there. <laughs> he should have been up for an Oscar. Well, what's this movie? Legacy Peak? He, it got 8.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, I don't know, but looking at the the tri- looking at the picture, it does not seem good. It kind of looks like uh, like Journey to the Edge of the Universe, something along those lines. It looks like a Hallmark movie. I like Hallmark movies. What's so wrong with Hallmark movies? I'm, I'm just saying they have a, a very specific look, and it is not a high production value. It's rude. It doesn't have any tomatoes on Rotten Tomato. Well, I don't think it's out yet. Is it? Oh, yeah, it's just streaming September 22nd. On what? That's the big thing. What's it coming out on? It came out on his website. Oh. 
<laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> here's the pretty, here's the bad thing. When you look at cast and crew on uh, what's it called, Rotten Tomatoes, and it's, it's just like five like, people. Well, it, the only person with a photo is Lucas Black. Well, I I see five people with five of the six have photos in the IMDb I'm looking at. Oh well, I'm on Rotten Tomatoes. It's different. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. It's where it's where it all matters. That is where it all matters, Matt. I uh, I saw I saw Black Panther two this past weekend. Did you like it? It was fine. Yeah, popcorn. The popcorn scores. Uh, where where do you think that's at? Audience or critic? I, ma- I imagine audience is the popcorn, right? Yes. Okay. So yes, audience score. I would imagine it's probably pretty high. I would put it ninety two to ninety six. Lower. Really? That yeah. well, that gives me faith in humanity. People are being honest. Uh, all right, eighty eighty six. Lower. Really? Yep. What is it? Seventy nine. Wow, that's honestly about right. What's the yeah. critic score? Ninety six. No. Critics never know anything. Well, it just I don't know. It did. It didn't. It didn't have the same cultural significance the first one did. It didn't. And obviously, the Chadwick Boseman thing was was difficult. Yeah, Weird was, Al's doing numbers. I want to. I want to watch that movie. Eighty five. I believe it. Spirited. That looks really good with uh, Ryan Reynolds and um, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Yeah, that's a big one. Hundred percent score audience score right now. It's but it, it's not out yet, is it? Still hundred percent score. That's absolutely. <laughs> it comes out tomorrow. Well, today, when you're all listening, to, actually, probably get it done today. But <laughs> oh, I gotta go well, to why, theaters to watch it. Watch Spirited, starring Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. They really need the advertising. They need our. They need our stamp that, of approval. That Reynolds guy is. I've. He's never done anything. Well, I mean, he he peaked in Blade Three. He married Jessica Biel. No, he didn't. No, he married Blake Lively. Blake Lively. <laughs> Justin Timberlake married Jessica Biel. He did, and I'm not sure how well that's going. Really? Is there they're, they're not good stuff? I thought that there were some... It, maybe he was potentially a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater a little bit. Oh, no. JT. That's my guy, dude. But that's alleged. I don't... Uh, I'm not speaking to that. Uh, I don't have the article in front of me or anything. I just thought that was a thing. I think one of the first episodes we've ever talked about... I think I filled in for uh, Greg on your other show. You're wrong, mm-hmm. and here's why. And we talked yeah. about Justin Timberlake and... Jordan, he's a big Jordan sneaker guy. Yeah, our, our mutual affinity for Justin Timberlake. Great guy, great singer. JT, you're welcome on the show anytime, JT. Big Dude, sports I, fan. You know he's listening. Big Memphis oh, yeah. basketball fan. He's a he's a co-owner of of the Grizzlies. Yeah, I believe he's a, I believe he's a minority owner of the Grizzlies. Did not know that. I wonder if I can we buy a team like this minority ownership. Okay, so <laughs> it's funny you say this. <laughs> Uh, owner, hold on. I want to make sure this is right. And not um, even, it doesn't even have to be like, I'll, I'll do one of those MILB, MILB, major league independent, major independent league baseball, MILB teams. Yeah. I, I think MILB just means minor league baseball. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Timberlake is in fact one of the many co owners of the, uh, the minority co owners of the Grizzlies. Uh, it's funny. I met, I said this to Alexa one time. And I, I think, I don't remember if it was because of, oh, there is an amazing documentary on Netflix. It's called The Battered Bastards of Baseball. 
and I think this is the movie that got me got me thinking about this. Basically, Kurt Russell's father bought yeah. a minor league baseball team. It's incredible. Like, yeah, it's, I, I never saw it, but I, I saw I watched. I've like seen this on Netflix. I wanted to watch it. Yeah, the doc is is super good. It's everybody should watch it. If if you like that kind of stuff, you should watch it. But that's the one where I was just like, man, wonder how much it would cost. Like, how much would it cost to buy a minor league baseball team? Yeah, I'm, I'm like certain we could put our money together and buy like a single A team. <clears throat> I think you'd be surprised by how much they cost. No, dude, I don't. We- I think I think we have to find, like go into a fringy sport. I think we have to buy like a minor league hockey team, like an independent hockey team or something. It's like the, it's like the Trashers, right? From that documentary. Basically, yeah, well, another that was a great documentary too. Terrifying, but great. Maybe there's professional softball, isn't there? I think so. I think if I think that's more our wheelhouse for money. We buy a professional softball team. Okay. And we like, and then I, we could get the people out with my marketing skills and your overall knowledge of business. We could really, we could really be out of, we're going to be out of business within a week, (laughs) dude. If we, all right, here we go. We got some teams here. Who do we like? We like the riptide, the Arizona heat, the Akron racers. That's pretty close to your house. So I don't know where you like extra extra (laughs) innings, uh, has a listing of professional baseball and softball teams for sale. Oh, okay. I guess you have to you have to submit your information. I'm not interested uh, in that. Yeah, we just we just want to buy some buy teams. a softball team. Why is it this hard? You know what? I found it. Okay. The scrapyard dogs. I so like I'm, this. I'm I'm looking at the professional women's softball teams because I guess that's what came up. Some of these logos are nice. Yeah, they have some really dude. The bandits, the Chicago the, bandits, the the Canadian wild. I yeah. like that logo. That's a the, really the, the good. The Beijing logo. Eagles is sweet too. I mean, dude, the San Antonio Armadillos. Are we ignoring the fact that we need to buy the Philadelphia Force softball team? Do they have a softball team? Apparently, it was founded in 2006. They play in Allentown, Pennsylvania. The Philadelphia Force. Okay, we could, I could get there. I could make that commute. He played as a member until that's failed. a strong symbol too. Ultimate. Okay. Okay. So. I, I imagine we can get this at a bargain because there was a failed sale in 2006 and, uh, and then again in 2009 and they're on hiatus right now. So we just need to buy the organization. I love this. I'll be Dorn. I'll be Roger Dorn. You be the Wait, girl. Are you playing? No, no. D- Dorn in Major League Two becomes the owner. Okay. I was going to say, like, you're the third baseman. You're just wearing a wig. What's going on there? <laughs> No, no, no. You are you're like I'm the oh, I'm Dorn, you know, and I I do all that Dorn stuff. Um, and then that, you are the make, owner. Does that make me the, the woman owner? Who you are? Uh, every yeah. time, every time we get a win, there's one more piece of like me stripping. <laughs> and you're wearing a temple shirt underneath, though. You're not naked. That's not. I would never. <laughs> I would never. Yeah, match you're you. Margaret. You're Margaret Witten. <laughs> Rachel Phelps. Where is? Where is Bicentennial Park? Okay. Is that where the... It's okay. Let me just say that it sounds fancier than it is. <laughs> it's like in a strip mall. No, it's just like... Ba- what is happening? Thank you, Apple Watch. Um, That's a okay. park in Plymouth meeting, isn't it? 
I don't know about that, but Bicentennial Park is a baseball and softball. They call it Stadium in Allentown, Pennsylvania. It just looks like any baseball field. It looks like any baseball field you see at Miles Park. Yeah, but those seatings are pretty good. Dude, we got to buy this team. We'll look into it after this. We probably shouldn't release this until the purchase. Oh, true. We got to get that sale to go through. We don't want others to start bidding. Yeah, Bison. There's also Bicentennial Park off Belvoir Road in Plymouth Meeting. Okay, here's a here's a question. Do you think? Yeah, I know. I okay, I know where that is. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's on the right hand side if you go down Belvoir. Um, is there any way to make money with a women's softball team? Yeah, certainly. Okay, Dude. advertising. Sure, sure, sure. Um, other ways to do I advertising. If we bought this team, we could get most of them as guests on this podcast. Be a tough. I got a strong third baseman that's kind of got an attitude issue. Yeah. Weird wig keeps falling off. <laughs> it's me. Um, <laughs> no, I'm telling you, dude. We we um, we do dollar dog nights. We have, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, 50-50s. But instead, we're going to raise it. We're going to make it a 75-25. So that way the winner takes so more charity gets less. And then you have that kind of like, uh, what do you call What's that? Um, crap. Catch 22 thing. What are you talking about? That's dude. People come out for 75, 25 rather than a 50, 50. So you could win more money. Okay. But, but don't we need to make money somewhere? Yeah. We get the 25. I got that part. That was, that was, and you said you're the one who's in charge of the business. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is just in the beginning. Then it'll eventually it'll be a 50-50, and then maybe we'll go 25-75. I don't know. But <laughs> um, we can we'll sell the panels for the outfield fence, you know, like yeah. Joe's painting, and uh they can and um East Side Electric, they can all sponsor Hagen's Realtor. Hagen's Realtor, yeah. We'll be dude, I'm telling you, uh we, we sell good sandwiches, we get food trucks at every game. You know, people come out for food trucks. People do like their food trucks. Come for the food trucks. Stay for the softball. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. I mean, our jerseys, I'll hand make our jer- jerseys. Do you have any skill whatsoever doing that? Permanent marker, Hanes t-shirt. <laughs> I, I think we've got a winning recipe here. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, we can, we can make this team. We can make the news. Well, yes, very easy to, if you're committed to the idea, it's very easy to make the news. Two gentlemen bankrupt downtown Pennsylvania. It's like, I don't least, know what happened. At least they called us gentlemen. Large fire destroys half city. Ugh. Wow, what the hell? That got, that got dark. Anyway, why don't we do our picks for this week? Oh, I don't want to do picks. I want to talk softball. All right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. We can give this. We can give this piece of advice to anybody right now. You see the Philadelphia Force women's softball team on Bavada, and you take whatever the odds are because we're winning that game. Yeah. We will because we will cheat to win. Oh, hundred percent cheating to win. I'm into this. We should, probably shouldn't have said that. No, I think I come at us, commissioner. Yeah. Probably not even probably not even a commissioner. I think I could probably be the commissioner if I wanted to. <laughs> We're probably gonna have to like in the first beginning, like somehow. I'm not saying commit like fraud, but mm-hmm. try, how to, like try to figure out how we're gonna pay off the refs and how we put that back into like a back end on the revenue. I think, I think they're called umpires. Couldn't tell you. Never played the sport. No, no, no. I think I it's different. I think baseball is different yeah. than softball. 
No, it's pretty much the same thing. Nah, they got that bigger ball. It's it's different. That's true. Yeah, I think metal bat, the metal bats too. Yeah, that's true. I used wood bats once. It's tough. What do you like? All right, could we? Who is the best softball player in the world? And Jenny, I know we have to. We have Jenny to Fitch. But is she still, or is it just be she the one you know? I, well, she was. I mean, she's the most famous one I know. That's not what I'm looking for, Matt. <laughs> Tom Brady has a niece or something that's like a really good softball player at UCLA, I think. Yeah, it's it's almost yeah, it's probably this person. Um, best softball players of all time. All Eddie Fitch was number one. Yeah, no, I see that too. Monica Abbott. Okay, a year ago, somebody asked, "Is Haley McClenley the best softball player in the world?" So I'm going to go with Haley McClenley right now. Okay. Uh, in five games, she batted 643 and reached base in 14 and 19 plate appearances. We are building this team around Haley McClendon. All right. I just followed her on Instagram. Smart. You should DM her. <laughs> Hi, Haley. It's Matt. You might have heard of the show. <laughs> Quick question. <laughs> this might sound weird, but uh, do you and any of your friends want to play a prof- for a professional baseball softball team? In Allentown, Pennsylvania. I know you're just from so, Alabama, but just so you know, this is going to be more of a four exposure type deal for you. I mean, this is a great idea because she literally already has forty nine thousand followers on Instagram. That sounds like a low number for like somebody who's the best at something in the world. Uh, she got engaged in 2019. She played in the Olympics. Mazel tov. I know I saw that five twenty nine in the Olympics in twenty. 20- 22 I guess. yeah I, I think i think we i think we found our star uh, this doesn't, this doesn't say all. much it doesn't it doesn't look like she's tied to a team right now besides team usa so we, we, we she can't play for team usa the whole time right no like ducks gotta quack together <laughs> i don't think that's the saying i'm pretty sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're not all you're quacked up to be chris uh, that hurts, but I'll tell you what, I'm a hell of a softball owner. So this whole thing depends upon whether or not Haley McClendon is going to reach out to us or not. Ball's in your court, Haley. Ball is in your court. And look, we could do like a similar thing like with the like with what uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney did with Welcome to Rex, and it could be an FX show. We will get we will get FX on the phone. Yep. I, I I've literally texted their programming director right now. I texted Mr. FX. It it was a real quick no. (laughs) He was like, how do you plan on funding this? (laughs) Not interested. Stop texting. (laughs) How did you get this number? (laughs) Uh, I thought we were were friends, Mr. FX. Um, He was in my... Can we we text McElhaney? You think he's he's trying to reach out? You think think he's he's trying to get into other sports as well? He's a longtime listener of this podcast and just the Underdog Network, so I think well, we, probes got him into it. They were they were they were on a road trip to go well, see McElhaney. That's that's just tell the story right, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, you know for a fact they were on their way to see a Eugene Levy play, <laughs> and they were talking about oh, is Rob gonna be on Survivor or not? And then Jeff was like, "Have you listened to these Underdog shows?" And he's like, "Come on, are you kidding me?" <laughs> Of course I listen to Underdogs. 100%. He's, he's like, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I think Mike's room smells the worst of all. <laughs> you know life. they said Mike's room. 100% they said Mike's room. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think I think that's the move. Or or 
do you think, bear with me here, I like the McElhaney's from Philadelphia, but do you think Charlie Day and Glenn Howerton may be getting a little jealous that Rob owns a team and they don't? This is, you know what? Let me tell you what. This is starting to be a funny little. We could we could sell that. We could a hunt like we I'll put it on like funnierdie.com. We could sell this. Charlie Day, Charlie Day and Glenn Howerton buying like helping buy helping us buy the Allentown Force or whatever they are. They oh my god. This is becoming this is becoming reality. Wow. I, I'm going to, to quit my job. Now we'll we'll cut this out in case it comes is a problem. But which one would you prefer? Because I think I think it's I'm thinking I'm about to lean towards Charlie. Um, I think everyone in the whole world leans towards Charlie, and that's no offense to Glenn. Charlie's no, just monumental. That Charlie's more likable than you. But of I, course, I'll take this. I'll take this out completely if Glenn wants to jump into this. <laughs> I think this could be. This could get big. This could get really big. And look, if we only go after one of them, we could still use the other one to leverage another scheme later on. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! The fun. Imagine the projects that we were about to pull off. Charlie, he's very smart guy. We're gonna. This business is gonna rage. We're gonna bring softball back to America. You can. One of the big things on the show is character is cat food. So we could sell. We could sell edible cat food at the cat stadium. food's already edible. Human grade <laughs> cat food. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, we could have cat night. Bring your cat. That sounds a, like it's going to go terribly. <laughs> bring your cat on a leash night. Bring your cat on a leash night. I, I'm, I'm in. Dollar so, dog nights. Dude, we're, right. this, this is good. Haley McClendley and Charlie Day, <laughs> the ball's in your court. Yeah. Please don't cut us out of this because you could very easily. <laughs> it's a uh, verbal trademark. Yeah, not a thing. All right. <laughs> Copyright. Cop- copyright's correct. Let's get these picks in. All right. There's Thursday night. Tennessee Titans head to Green Bay, take on the Packers. That's later today. Packers minus three at Bavada. Go ahead, give me the Packers. <laughs> I can't. When when we're talking about the Philadelphia Force and I'm buying a softball team, I can't get you to shut up. But you're like eh. Packers, I guess. Oh man, I'm just I'm. You know what? You took a lot out of me with that force talk, and I'm just. All I'm thinking about is professional softball. It's exciting. It's, it's, I mean, our future is limitless at this point. It's take uh, just like um, the, that guy, that actor. He's limitless. Brad Bradley Cooper, who also a Philadelphia guy, and also I imagine look loves softball. Look, Matt, Jesus Christ, what did you just figure out? <laughs> look, we know what happened. McElhaney was interested, but he didn't have enough money. He had to go to the Hollywood guy. So we got Charlie Day. Now we we're still needing a little bit of the cash. You need that bump. Bradley Bradley Cooper's in this deal too. You need that Cooper bump. Oh my God! And we have Cooper Sharp Cheddar Night, so it's like oh. a cheese thing and a Bradley Cooper thing. Oh my God! This, we are gonna be so rich. <laughs> we're, we're, I don't. The amount of money that we're about to have, I already quit my job. I just sent in my resignation. That's the right move. <laughs> I sold my condo on eBay. Sold in seconds. <laughs> He's only very cheap. <laughs> Got it for ten thousand dollars under asking. <laughs> uh, so you actually paid them a little bit of money to take that. Uh, this is I am so like this. I can't believe this all came together like I, this. Dude, our lives literally changed over the last twenty minutes. First, we life got changing Haley, conversation. We got Haley McClendley. Yes. We Jack. got Charlie Day. Check. We got Bradley Cooper. Check. We're doing we're doing this FX show. Check. 
my and, god and then like kind of like welcome to Wrexham, living in allentown because then we also get the singer who this is what, what's his name oh jesus all i'm thinking about is walking in memphis <laughs> we could get mark cone <laughs> no let's we don't we don't want to set our sights too high no billy joel we call it living here in allentown that's a Billy Joel song because we're living Joel... here in Allentown. Dude, he loves think... playing stadiums. Yes, he would play do Bicentennial Park. Billy, <laughs> do you think he would commit to performing yeah. once a week every week? <laughs> dude, his schedule's not that bad, busy. And he loves, he, dude, he plays Citizens Bank Park all the time. He plays MetLife. What, who says he can't play Bicentennial Park in Allentown? I'm, we'd have to look into like the city regulations. But <laughs> it's uh, not sure. What, not sure what zoning allows for. But, what's the uh, square footage of Bicentennial Park in uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania? Yeah, it's it's basically like Leland Park in Cuyahoga, from what I've seen, it's not a big place. But uh, no, I think I think Billy would be in it. it look, one Billy here, so we got McClenley and Cooper and Charlie Day, and this is not some like ragtag little uh, fly by night operation here. We're taking this shit serious. My God, are we, are we going to be too busy? Because I mean, we're doing. We got Domino's Masters on the on the horizon. We've got this new this new softball venture. I'm worried I we're going to be too busy. I don't love being busy, so that is an hmm. issue. Yeah. Well, well, so, well okay. It, well, softball is usually during the hot, so we do, and pizza's during cold, so that's perfect. Mm-hmm. So we do Domino's Masters during the winter when it's cold out, so we can be inside, you know, doing our pizzas. And yeah. Then softball during the spring slash summer. Well, I feel like they, I feel like, and again, I, this is getting Hulu and FX in a battle with each other. This is just who's going to, who's going to pay more money for right. to get the program that's going to change, cash. change their platform forever, but, and possibly cause them to lose credibility. But <laughs> I think, I think we can work something out. Like we could, we could probably film. I'm sure they film a bunch of those Lego masters in a day, a bunch of those. Oh, oh my masters. God, dude, we could, we, we could, could bang hundred, out a season in a week. More than that, dude. Well, how off do you five get... seasons because they're going to want to commit to multiple seasons right off the bat. And it doesn't take that long to make a pizza. <laughs> six <laughs> minutes, six minutes to five hundred. Yeah, and uh, I know I microwave I my Elios for two minutes. Are we going to have a microwaving pizza? I feel like that's not going to be super classy. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> we're worried about Harris. classy. We're worried about classy. <laughs> uh, and you know, we can have. Dude, we can have the winner of the challenge making pizza for the nice people at Bicentennial Park. Dude, we're so And then we feed the community and we give it back. It all comes together. Oh tax we right give them back. Dude, write off those taxes. Dude, I love writing off taxes. I love this. It would, it would be dumb for Bradley Cooper not to reach out tonight. It makes no sense why no one would invest. Yeah. Because this this is thought out. This yeah. is this is this is more thought out than most of the things we talk about. This has now become my five year plan. I'm with you, starring on two different streaming platforms and owning a professional women's softball team with Charlie Day and Bradley Cooper. It's like when you when I like was growing up, mm-hmm. it's exactly how I imagined my life would go. Yes, providing <laughs> a place for Billy Joel to play. <laughs> thing is too he's like he doesn't even sell out <laughs> he doesn't even sell out Bicentennial Park Jesus, you watch it don't tell Billy we need him credibility honestly you might have to kick in a little money if we're looking to bring in some more talent 
Look, look, Billy, you want you want butts in the seats? <laughs> we need Call Dave Matthews. <laughs> Dave Matthews and Jack Johnson playing well, every well, other weekend. We'll also offer the opportunity for Jack Johnson to sell some wine there. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Johnson will sell Dave Matthews wine there. <laughs> he can make his own if he wants, or he can sell Dave's, whatever he's in the mood for. <laughs> oh, this Great. is this is going to be quickly becoming a mecca of entertainment, <laughs> dude. I mean, we we literally saved Allentown and with this episode. We saved Allentown today. Oh, I'm excited. Well, let's let's save some people uh, the the uh, the embarrassment of not having a bunch of money in their Bavada accounts with some of these picks here. All right. The the where we can't do them all. We'll run through some of the more interesting ones because I mean we had to hit on some very important stuff. <laughs> <laughs> biggest line of the week the carolina panthers are in baltimore baker mayfield taking back over for the panthers vada has the ravens minus 13 i will take the ravens minus 13 baker stinks that's matt Crowell's team mm-hmm. there's no reason the ravens shouldn't just roll over on them this one's interesting because it just got moved today because of the threat of between three and six feet of snow it's only a little in bit. Buffalo this weekend, the Browns-Bills game has been moved to Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan, and Bavada has the Bills minus seven and a half there. If you would, if this would have stayed there, I would have been fine with um, giving the Browns plus seven and a half because you just don't Me know too. what's going to happen. They don't have that crazy of a run game, but I think that you're going in a dome in Detroit. Give me the Bills. Yeah. Yeah, I agree completely. I, yeah. I love I love the Browns as a potential money line play if there was two feet of snow on the ground because the Browns have Nick Chubb and the Bills have Devin Singletary. I did love. Did you see the memes of um, where it was like uh, it was like Nick Chubb five foot eleven? <laughs> They're like it might get six feet, and then I saw like one, like a video, and it was like Nick Chubb cuts over, cuts over, and it's like a picture of like a squirrel underneath snow, and it's just like kind of like moving around, like yeah. Mario and I talked about this a little bit on the NFL show last night, and I wondered about the logistics of how how the game would be played if there were like two feet of snow on the ground. So at that point, is the top of the snow the ground, or is that still like is that still technically the air? Like if a ball just hits the snow but doesn't get all the way to the ground, is it still a live ball? What I don't know what happens in this situation. I think once it hits the snow, it's a dead ball. <sighs> Roger Goodell, reach out to us and let us know for sure. Yeah, see, if, and if you want in on Allentown Rush. It's a bit of a waiting list at this point. It's true. It's the, I think it's the yeah. Allentown. Philadelphia Force, actually. The Allentown Rush. Oh, that could be the rival. The Allentown Rush. Battle for Allentown. Jesus. I can't I mean, stop. Why, why I can't they, stop. Why are the Philadelphia Force and the Allentown Rush fighting for the, in the Battle of Allentown? <laughs> Battle for Ohio. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but you can't can't ask those type of questions. No, I'm an ideas man. So they're, they're known as conquerors anyway. So I'm an ideas man. Trying to get as much land as they can. It, here. If Philadelphia wins, Philadelphia becomes Allentown, and vice versa. If Allentown wins, Allentown becomes Philadelphia. I feel well. It feels like a pretty big coup. So here's the problem with that: is that if Philadelphia wins, they be, you say they become Allentown. Not become, I'm sorry. That, you, they absorb. It's an absorb. Okay, that yeah, makes like a sponge. More yeah, that sorry. Makes more sense. I missed. Okay. All right. No, I think now this is interesting. This is yeah. going to have some some very significant ramifications. Yeah. Taxes I mean, are going to go up. It's all about taxes for you. Yeah. 
We're gonna write them <sighs> off. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Well, I mean, we're gonna have Bradley Cooper's lawyers look into that. But <laughs> I'm not. I'm not here to speak for Mr. Cooper, Mr. Day, Mr. Joel, or either of us. Either of us. No. no. The the gentleman. <laughs> gentlemen <laughs> the uh the los angeles rams who will have matt stafford back at quarterback this week are in nolens to take on andy dalton and the saints and bavada has the saints minus three and a half i think the rams get back on track and they win this game at plus 150 i'm actually taking the rams on the money line this game I love that and i love it for the eagles too because the eagles have the saints pick currently the number four pick in the draft this is uh, all things are headed in the right direction. Yeah, I, I'm like very, very happy. This is great for us and great for the city of Philadelphia and Dominic and Sue, future Super Bowl champion. So weird. And and by by default, also good for the city of Allentown, apparently, which yeah. is annexed Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah, almost soon. Soon, soon enough. <laughs> uh, how, boy, those those uh, we have the Eagles game here. The Philadelphia Eagles go to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Vod has the Colts plus seven. Uh, how about the the weird news that they signed in the past two days? Two guys who have been Pro Bowl defensive tackles, and they're very old. Neither one of them is very young. Linball Joseph, thirty four years old. I think, only, I think Sue's only thirty two. Are you sure? No, but I think he's thirty five. Yeah, so he's older. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, they still just got a little bit in the tank. I mean, honestly. Hopefully they can just chill out until um, until Jordan, Jordan Davis, Davis comes back. You know, like just just get in there, put, get, do some things you got to do, and then we'll be good to go. Well, Fletcher Cox is playing way too many snaps. He, yeah. he played the most snaps on the defensive line last week, and he's been very non-productive because of it. Yeah. So he, you know, you got to bring in you got to bring in more rotation and. A rotation on paper of Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, and Damakansu, Linval Joseph, and Jordan Davis is the best in NFL history on yeah, paper. On paper, 100%. Uh, you have five guys who can competently play the position. Like, that's pretty crazy. And I do like that Howie was like, yeah, you guys aren't going to run on us anymore. Like, yeah. we're fixing this. We are, huge, we are spending huge. the money and fixing this. Are they playing Sunday or Niz? Uh, I would I would imagine, especially with the defensive tackles, their job is basically just to try and take up blockers and get and tackle running backs. So. Yeah, you don't have to like learn a playbook really, other than just like go and, unless like a stunt or something like that. Right. You know? Yeah, no, I would imagine we see both of them in the lineup this weekend. It'll it'll be interesting. It'll be useful because they have some good running backs coming up on the schedule, and they've been just a piss poor running team without Jordan Davis. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm excited. Let's let's get out there. We're playing Saturday on a Sunday. I'm ready to go. What is? Did you make a pick on this one? Uh, minus seven. Take it. Take the birds. I mean, Jeff Saturday can't win two in a row. I wish. I, the thing is, I kind of wish he did to Why? shut up the haters. Be like, he's not a real coach. He doesn't deserve this. He's a left laughing stock. Like, I, I, I want to see him win games. Okay, starting next week again. What? Starting next week again. What does that mean? We don't. We don't want to see him win a game this weekend. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought I thought you were saying like we'll we'll start that conversation next week. <laughs> yeah. No, look, the you know the Jeff Saturday thing is uh, it's a sore spot for me, and I'm not ready to talk about it just yet. So give me some time <laughs> to process, and we'll we'll get back to it next week. I just don't understand. Like people are like, oh my god, like it's such a joke. I can't believe like this guy. It's just like, dude, he played. He was a all pro center for ten years. 
under Peyton Manning. Like, this isn't a Joe Schmo off the street. Like, I get yeah. it. Like, he hasn't coached. But, like, he's been a part of football nearly his entire life. And then he's played it at such a high level his entire life. He was the center on the offense with Peyton Manning. You don't think mm. this guy understands what it takes to be a winning football team? Like, this isn't you, – you didn't just sign, like, Rob Gronkowski or something like that. Like, that's what makes me Can so Can I tell annoyed. you I would be very open to signing Rob Gronkowski right now? 100%. Why not? <laughs> Bring him in at tight end. I saw if some wants, people were tweeting if, that if, out. If, if, if he wants to, if he wants to chip into the to the, to the Philadelphia Force, then I'm more, we'll talk about that too. Yeah, all, all avenues are available to you, Rob. All <laughs> avenues. Of, yeah, he's got he's he's got what the I don't think he's married to the the Olivia Colbo. That does not sound right. That is, um, I believe that's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, um, another one of them though. Who's the uh, oh, oh she's on Russo? That's that's correct. Um, <laughs> No, she was on. She was on. She was on the the ABC show, uh, where the, the giant red Camille Costick. Camille Costick. Yeah, she was on Wipeout. Wipeout. Okay. With John Cena and Nicole Byer. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. 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 Just, just throwing facts out. Not, <laughs> not everything's a joke. She's just on the show. Um, I'm going to Panera Bread. That's all I'm thinking about. Okay. Weird. The Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Head to Denver to take on the Broncos. Bavada has the Broncos minus two and a half. I think this is interesting, though, because you get three for playing at home. So that kind of suggests that they believe the Raiders are a better team than the Broncos. Give me the Broncos minus 145. I like the Broncos in this game. Raiders are trash. Their quarterback cries. I like the Raiders. I mean, I like the Broncos. Uh, last game we're going to talk about this week. The Dallas Cowboys head to Minnesota, take on the Minnesota Vikings in the game that matters very much to the Philadelphia Eagles. Bavada has the Vikings. Man, this is insulting. Tied for the best record in football. They have the Vikings home dogs plus one and a half. I like the Cowboys. I don't I have no faith in Kirk Cousins. Give me the Cowboys in this game. And I hate to pick the Cowboys, and I'll never I will never pick the Cowboys to win, but I like yeah. them to win this game. How about the Commanders acting like they won the Super Bowl last week when they got lucky and squeaked out of Crazy. that game with a win? Well, because the thing is, that is their Super Bowl, and they'll never amount to anything in their lives besides being professional athletes and millions of dollars. Yeah, <laughs> but other than that... They don't no. have the Philadelphia Force. As long as we get there before they do. <laughs> and, and they're willing to sell us that team. True. <laughs> Honestly, we can probably just start the team if it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> I don't know that we necessarily have to buy it from anybody. Anyway. Do you, do you know nine softball players? No. <laughs> then how can we start the I, team? I know how to use Craigslist. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, softball players needed. Professional sports franchise. Hollywood stars involved. <laughs> Could you imagine reading that Craigslist ad? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, look, when this happens, we're having an open tryout and that the, the, we're putting up a Craigslist post that says exactly that and we're going to see who turns up. This could be like a, a the replacement situation. Well, the invinci Invincible. It could be like Invincible where we find our Vince Papali. Let's hope we find somebody who's a little bit better than Vince Papali was, though. That's true. He was a good special teams player on a couple plays. We need a couple anyway. Marigos. Yeah, we need Marigos out there. We need Americas out there. Anyway, we accomplished a lot today. I'm very excited about the future. 
you know, you and I individually of the network of the show of uh, our professional softball team, our budding relationships, and I would call it best friendships yeah. with Bradley, Bradley Cooper and Charlie Day, as well as Billy Joel's involvement. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a weird, re- weird <laughs> recap, but that is the recap of the show. <laughs> for Matt Crone, I'm Chris Hordell. Thanks for listening, and we will see you back here next time.